I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours. We're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming projects. I'm your host, Simon Fink, and welcome to episode 296. We're joined by two of our favourites today on the pod as we welcome back Kat and Kamel to the podcast. The Sydney pop duo released their brilliant mini album, How Do You Feel, last week. And it is a more moodier sound than we're used to from the pair, but it is still such a brilliant collection of songs, some of our favorite Aussie songwriters. Um, so yeah, very excited to kind of get into this today. Before we do, however, please make sure you subscribe to this very podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever app that you may use, and ensure that you're following us across all of our socials. Details for all can be found within the show notes of today's episode. Our guest today is Kat and Kamel. The Sydney pop duo burst onto the Australian music scene during COVID and became one of the more fun pop groups Australia has produced in a little while. Always mixing sincerity with sarcasm, the girls had huge hits like Dumb Shit and Dramatic, with that second one being synced on the Netflix series You. Fast forward a few years and they're touring with artists like Dua Lipa and Mallrat and flying over to South Korea to make short films. Having released a few singles throughout this year, They returned on Friday with How Do You Feel, which is the group's second collection of songs. While slightly darker and moodier than some of their previous material, these songs showcase the evolution that Kat and Kamel appear to be taking as they enter their 20s and the next stage of their life. This mini album is brilliant and we do advise you check it out. In today's episode, we have both Kat and Kamel joining us on the pod once again to discuss their songwriting methods and how their real-life experiences influence their songs. We discuss creating their short film, its launch, which is in Sydney tonight, and travelling to South Korea to film it. We also talk about their tour with Molrat and what forthcoming shows for the duo will look like. How Do You Feel is out right now and we've left links within the show notes on where you can buy the mini album and where you can buy tickets to their short film launch. We also want to say a massive thank you to Miriam at EMI for her help with this episode. Here is our conversation with Kat and Kamel. Please welcome back to This Song Is Yours, Kat and Kamal. Ladies, hello, welcome back. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Pleasure to be here. It's an absolute pleasure to have you both back on the podcast. I know that we saw you in, I want to say it was April or May when we went record shopping as well in Sydney number of months ago. Yeah. (laughs) Checks out. But um, it is always a pleasure to have you on. So thank you for your time. And especially during this time where you've got 
such an exciting release out. How do you feel the mini album is out now? Congrats on this mini album. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time coming. It has. I was just going to ask, how are you both feeling with it out? I know that some of these songs have been in the works for, for quite a while now. Yeah, I think it's more just how personal some of these songs were for us that we just couldn't really fathom other people hearing it. We always knew that we were going to, like, release these songs into, like, a nice, cute little body of work, but we... Work. <laughs> but we never... It's just really getting, emotional. Um, but we never really could fathom like people like hearing it and like listening to the lyrics and like kind of interpret it interpreting interpreting inter- interpreting, interpreting mm-hmm. um the songs in their own time so yeah it's pretty crazy it is it super is. exciting these songs are i want to say they're still very much can Kamal, but there's a different tone to these songs it seems like Whereas Life of Mine, the previous EP, yeah, I was going to say it does. There's, there's a lot more minor chords throughout. Um, it, it, might, it might be the darker older sibling, if you will. Love that. That's one way to put it for sure. <laughs> was that an intention when um, going into it, or did it just kind of organically happen as these songs came along? I don't think it was necessarily intention to make this one darker. I think it was more just like. We felt we had grown a lot just like in our personal lives since the last EP and it's just kind of like a more mature version exploring sort of like the things that we were kind of talking about but more lightheartedly on the first EP and then this time we're like, okay, let's cut the shit. Um, (laughs) This sucks and like or like this thing kind of really affected me and like we're kind of just being a lot more honest about certain experiences that we've had in our lives and I think we were just more in a place where we felt more ready to like talk about certain things and then I think naturally because some of the subject matter of what we're talking about is a little darker the songs just kind of turned out darker um but yeah it wasn't like a intentional thing of like let's make like a more darker moody kind of project (laughs) I think we were just depressed (laughs) (laughs) well look firstly I hope you guys are okay hopefully it's nothing to be overtly concerned about <laughs> um but we hope you're okay these these songs are gorgeous obviously as you kind of said they've been born from a place of like real life experiences um and they are like a little bit more let's say dark or moody in terms of their subject matter were you surprised i guess when you began writing these songs and who was the first person i guess to bring some of these lyrics that are a bit more honest a bit more moody to the table Mm. well it's funny you said this was kind of like the older sibling because I kind of feel like this project was like a continuation of like the last project where we're kind of talking about very similar things and similar life events that happened good and bad mainly bad so I think we still had these like feelings about these certain things heavy on our hearts so we still wanted to talk about it but like Kat said like we've grown heaps since our first EP and we just have kind of a different more mature perspective on these things um so I think we it wasn't all like very intentional like let's write about what we did it was all just kind of natural and what we were feeling at that time um which is why it's like so fun like making these projects and writing together because we really just are using these songs as like 
our own personal little diary and we overshare to our listeners and that's how it's always going to be. So I feel like the next project, if we haven't gotten over what the hell has happened like over the last few years, hey. we're just going to keep writing about it. And when we get over it, it's going to be like the summer, the album of the summer, you know, it's going to be like so fun and so positive. But right now we're not there yet. We're still very sad. Look, this, this mini album has just come out, so we'll gladly sit with these songs for another extended period of time. Um, I know that when we caught up in April or May, I think you guys had just moved in together at that point, if I'm correct. This this is she. Beautiful. This is the apartment. <laughs> Gorgeous abode, by the way. Um, I love the Macca's bag um, oh. in the background. Yeah. We actually, we do know how to cook. Don't look at that. <laughs> From this camera angle, I actually could not see what it was, so you could have gotten away with just a... Thank God. It could have been, like, um, organic, grosser, produce type of thing. From my perspective, it is. Let's say it is for now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Has living together, I guess, changed the way that you guys collaborate with one another and, and songwrite with one another? Has that helped the process? Has it hindered the process? Is it the same? <laughs> it really is. It really is just like when like you and your sibling move out of home and you kind of just run amok and it definitely is like a lot more fun, like being able to make content while we're at home and we don't have to travel an hour like back and forth to like hang out with each other. It's just like one big sleepover featuring sometimes making content and you know what I mean but I think in the last like six months that we've been together it's been that kind of like period where we're putting everything together for the project so it's been a lot of like um creative arts and crafts and content making and more behind the scenes yeah yeah I feel like it's more logistical but I think it's also interesting that like I don't know, like moving us moving out together for the first time and then coinciding with the project release. And it's also both of our first times living out of home. So it does feel like a new chapter in every aspect of our lives. So we're also still, I think we expected to like move out together and then immediately know how to be like people in their early 20s living out of home for the first time. And I'm we quickly realized that like, it takes time to figure it out. And like, I'm like, oh, like maintaining a baseline level of just like healthy, clean living and like keeping your space clean, making sure you're actually eating three meals a day is so much more effort than I had ever previously anticipated. So it's like a lot of like us just figuring out how to like be human beings, being like self-sufficient as well while this project is coming out. So it's been really nice because like, I feel like it coincides with a lot of the topics that we discussed as well on the project of just trying to find yourself and figure your shit out. And it's like kind of funny that like now that we've written this project and it's coming out, we're still actively trying to figure our shit out while a project about us figuring our shit out is also coming out. (laughs) So, yeah. That's very fair. Honestly, that continues into the late 20s and early 30s as well. So I look forward to And I've heard and I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) It's never ending, is it? The, the forthcoming music that might come from this, I look forward to that, whether it's about the um, the organic bag of veggies or whatever you decide to do when living Maybe out of home, I'm messy. sure it's going to be good. The increasing cost of living, that's going to be definitely oh, heavy see. on let's our hearts. <laughs> let's sing about it. <laughs> 
I would love to, just to pivot, I would love to talk about um, the content creation that you kind of spoke of because this EP is not just, uh, sorry, mini album is not just a collection of songs. There is a short film involved as well, which I believe you guys got to film in both Sydney and in South Korea as well. Correct. That's true. You heard it here first, yeah. How, how, was that, <laughs> how was that experience? When I say it was like we made a movie, like <laughs> it really was, but we made a movie with like our best friends and it was a really awesome time. I think like with this project in mind, we wanted it to be as like vulnerable, visually exciting and real as possible. And it was really awesome that we kind of worked in an environment with it was, it was just a really nice safe space where we just had all of our friends and we were free to just talk about whatever we wanted, shared whatever idea we had. And it was like a really nice, awesome experience. And going to Korea was, that was a, that was an experience. Um, we both were, had many status conditions. Um, I did have a raging UTI when I went there. It was my first one and I had to go to hospital, like, the second or third night we were there and our translator slash um, kind of like camera assistant went with me to the hospital and like it was crazy like let's just say they got really close really quickly (laughs) me and Jenny are like this now Mm -hmm. Um, so now looking back at these videos it's like a little time capsule of uh, who I was you know like in Korea and it's a bit triggering but I think all that aside, like, it really was such a fucking awesome experience and I'm really happy with how it came out and what we got to explore while we made that video. Um, And we do have our launch party tomorrow. Oh, sorry. We do have our launch party tonight. (laughs) So there's going to be, like, a small little intimate number of um, people watching that short film for the first time which is really exciting and kind of scary it's gonna be a trip it's gonna be a trip and a half yeah (laughs) well if uh social media is anything to judge by i think there's a lot of excitement for it i know um who was it joshua moe and oliver kirby i believe you collaborated with for the short film as mentioned the launch is tonight can you give us any um I guess, outline of the concept of the short film or even how you guys came up with the concept for it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mm. I think it was... The concept of the short film was kind of based on the concept we had over... on. 
regarding the general mini album and it was kind of like we wanted this almost like a narrative story structure for the album where there's like this sort of initial event or like okay something is afoot something is amiss and that's feel alive and it builds to the middle of the project with overstimulated as this kind of like everything's coming to a head and then from overstimulated onwards it's kind of like this downward kind of spiraling emotional vibe and that's just sort of like the aftermath the reconciliation the sort of like more you know morning after kind of situation of like okay so what just actually happened I need to face the music um and each song we did write about a specific event or a specific thing we were dealing with at the time or had been dealing with and so the music videos is kind of just a reflection of that where each kind of video or vignette this short film captures is like this pocket of memory in our minds of a certain situation of a certain emotion and of a certain interaction and so it doesn't necessarily we didn't want it to be just like let us tell the story of like a night out or like a particular situation that happened or just like make it super obvious and like black and white and stuff it's more the video kind of captures kind of how each song makes us feel or like how we see it and explore it in our heads so I mean like when everybody actually gets to see it I think it'll make a bit more sense but like it's not as linear as like just a plain like movie or like a story or just something super yeah easy to follow it's more just like a visual exploration of how each song makes us feel and we're just like Well, I'm very looking forward to seeing it whenever it does become. Is it going to be put onto, after the launch, is it going to be put on, on online for people to access? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Available on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Kamal. <laughs> we'll make sure the links are in the show notes for people to access uh, the, the YouTube channel so that they can watch it. Um, speaking of the launch of the film, I believe you're playing some songs as well tomorrow night, just a handful of songs. We absolutely are. Yeah, we will be performing some some of the songs on the mini app and will be performed for the very first time, which, holy cow. A little bit nervous. A little bit nervous. Uh, oh. We have been practicing and we're like, oh, no. Oh, no, what are everyone going to think? <laughs> We, because we're writing these songs and we're not really having in mind that we're gonna have to sing them in front of people. Can we just, can you, you, we just listen to it like on a speaker or something and not like on a, like a JBL or like a UE boom or something? Yeah, anyone got a UE boom in here? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so excited. Would you ever consider impersonators and you guys can stand at the back and they lip sync? I'm sure it won't be hard. We can use our little sisters, uh, although, uh, yeah. Let me circle back to you on that. Yeah. yeah. We'll, throw, we'll um, hold a casting for our, <laughs> for our doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. Just add that link in the, in the YouTube video. Auditions also in the, uh, the show notes for... <laughs> for Got a Google well. form out there. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a track you're most looking forward to off this mini album to debut live that you're kind of looking forward to seeing, I guess, how it reacts or how um, crowds respond to it? I am interested to see how everyone is going to, like, yeah, like, interact with how do you feel. Because it's, like, probably the slowest, most, like, more, like, emotional song on there. Where it's not, like, when the chorus hits, everyone's going to be jumping around. Which I feel like, despite the subject matter, a lot of our other songs, like, even though it's dark and it's heavy, we can still groove and we can still have a good time. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel is, like, just actually us kind of 
just like bearing our soul and being very open and out there. And I'm interested to see if like that is going to connect with everybody else as well. And like, I do love that song with all my heart and I like really enjoy singing it as well. So I'm interested to see if like we can have that emotional connection with our like audience. Like everyone phones down, let's like look at each other in the eye and like let's really just live be in the moment, connected and like yeah. really be vulnerable with let's one another. Let's just be here now. Like yeah. everyone phones down, or we'll be like Lord, we're like shh. Absolutely. Uh, well, I guess I can't say I'm going to look forward to footage of that, especially if people are going to be told <laughs> to put those phones down. So I look forward to hearing how, how the launch goes. I know that um, there were some other live dates earlier this year with Mallrat and I think Bible Mummy that you guys went on. Yeah. So fun. How did that tour go? That was really, really awesome. And we did perform some of the songs on the mini album that weren't released at the time. And they got great audience feedback. And I think it was a really super awesome way to also like sort of like test run some of the new songs as well, because just assuming that like probably a lot of people there maybe haven't even heard any of our like stuff that is already out. So it's like everything is kind of new to them. So we can just like try things out and we don't have to feel the pressure of like only performing songs people know. And it got, like, a really good reaction. I think Consumed especially people really enjoyed because Kamala and I do, like, a really, like, intimate and, like, eye-to-eye sort of uh, moment. There's your thumbnail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got nothing left after that. Um. (laughs) That's just the effect we leave on people Mm -hmm. I've I've noticed. Speechless. (laughs) Can we expect um, some more shows, I guess, in support of How Do You Feel? Maybe taking the mini album around the country at some point? Who knows? Who knows? You tell me. We have, I think we have, like, some shows coming up that isn't, like, a tour, but we're doing, we're playing our first festival, like, in-person festival, because we did, unfortunately start putting music out during COVID. So we've done festivals, but it's been virtual, mm. still fun, but like in-person is going to be different. So we're really looking forward to that. So we're doing Lost Paradise in December. And That's then right. this month, South by Southwest with the gang. The nice. gang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For those live shows, are they full band, South by and Lost Paradise? We have been doing shows with like just a DJ And it's been so much fun because I feel like obviously having a full band is super awesome and hectic and slay, but Kamel and I kind of like get comfortable with like having a full band on stage. And then we like have our like kind of safety net and then we don't feel like as exposed, but then with the Mallrat tour we did with just a DJ and with these next shows we're doing with just a DJ. And I think it's super fun, especially with these more vulnerable songs where it's just like me and Kamel out there and we have to be comfortable with like just us holding the stage down without an entire band being there to support us. And I think it's, like, helped, at least me personally, like, build even just, like, confidence in terms of performing because I'm like, okay, it can just be me and you on the stage and it can we can still kill it and it can still be a vibe. And it's been super fun because then it kind of gives Kamel and I room to also explore, like, our interactions and, like, how we just want to, like, express the songs to the viewers. So, yeah. I think, what was it? I think my initial introduction to the band through, I want to say through the lovely Mars, um, was I think a video of you guys all the way back. It was dumb shit and it was acoustic version. I think you were both playing, one of you were playing guitar, one playing bass, 
there was someone else in a video and there was maybe, were there elf ears? Yes, there was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Going back, but it's interesting to see how the live aspect of the band has progressed and how you guys are able to kind of go in and out of both, which I think is a kind of really good thing because it shows the versatility of your um, your own brand of pop music. Yeah, fully. And I'm just, like, so excited to perform more, like, at the kind of end of this year and next year and hopefully go to Latin America, go to UK and just, like, explore, you know, our different, like, performance styles because, like what Kat said, we started releasing music during COVID, so I feel like we haven't had as much of that, like, advantage as, like, other artists where they could just perform in, like, festivals, like, immediately, so... Just, like, the live sort of, like, experience because I think it's one of those things where you really do just have to do it a lot of times to get the necessary experience to just, like feel confident and like be able to put on a good show and I feel like this year we're really starting to feel more in our element on stage because yeah there's just been a lot more opportunities to be able to actually perform live so it's been awesome that is awesome to hear I want to touch on something Kamal you just uh, mentioned very quickly is there a plan to without going into great detail is there a plan to push into international markets take yourselves and the DJ on the road. No details, just, you know, just just something. Just a little eyebrow raise and a little... Yeah. I'll tell you this much. Side-to-side look. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe we may potentially be going to UK, potentially, maybe, perhaps. Perhaps, possibly. maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, either way, we're just, like, so excited to even meet our overseas fans and supporters go to asia i'd love to like go to philippines again and like even visit cat's country love you china love you china love you philippines (laughs) um and just just travel more and like make new music as well with like international producers would be like super fun but um you know no like set in stone details yet you know also just never know what we are and aren't allowed to say I feel like mm. we're so bad at that, so... For now, just this. Just this. We will leave it at that. As it's a podcast, I'll put in a description of what the faces were in the text for the those Gorgeous. people listening. Right, right. right. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ladies, we would usually ask, I guess, what they're currently listening to. Um, is there anything on high rotation for either of you respectively? Interesting. On the top of the dome, I am going to have to look at my Spotify. Oh, I am going to have to pull up my yeah. Spotify immediately. Oh, good. Actually, okay. For me, probably like, the first thing that comes to my head is Amari's album, Fountain Baby. I have had that album on repeat because I started pole dancing like a month ago, and that album makes me feel so unbelievably confident, sexy, and awesome. So just naturally, I have had that on repeat, and it is my, like... The ex- I exclusively listen to that album when I go to pole dancing. And big shout out to Amare for making me a baddie. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> Kamel, what about yourself? I'm not going to lie. Since it started getting hot, I've been revisiting the old summer classics, mm. uh, summer hits. Um, I did make a playlist recently um, for my spring 2023 so I can always look back, um, get those memories flowing in my brain. Mm -hmm. So I've been listening to a lot of like 
um, Crowded House, The Cure, Cranberries, Classic. Gorgeous. Just getting me in the vibe for summer. Mm-hmm. But if it's a gloomy day, I will not be listening to that. I'll be listening to something very sad. Only when the sun's out, the buns are out. And the, 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 the classics are out. Love that. Both all very solid choices. So I appreciate you sharing them with us. Um, Ken Kamal, <laughs> thank you once again for coming onto the podcast. I do appreciate it. Congrats on thank How Do You Feel. It's us. out now. The, uh, the, the short film launch is out tonight as well. We'll make sure everything's put in the, um, the show notes, but we appreciate you coming onto the podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank for, having, for having, us. having us. It's been lovely chatting again. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.